0: everybody and welcome to Socks on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz and I'm joined by my dude Tony Marchese. You can follow him at Chai Sox MKZ on Twitter. You can follow me at BuzzOnTap on Twitter. And you should be, should be going to OnTapSportsNet.com for all your Chicago sports literature needs. Tony, the Sox killed the Yankees. I'm on cloud nine. It's a longer intro than I usually do. I kind of did the Chai on Tap intro. I don't care. I'm flying high right now. How are you feeling after this win? I am feeling
1: pretty damn good because we have now reached that magic 500 number that you and I have attempted to get to at Sox on Tap to review multiple times. It hasn't really panned out ever until now. Um, And I was hoping that you and I got to talk about a White Sox winner when we got to 500. And here we are. We're at 500. So I'm happy because I know you're happy.
0: Oh, I'm ecstatic, man. I'm I'm ecstatic. And I, I don't care for the people that are saying that, oh, it doesn't matter if they win as long as the young players develop. No, I'm taking this, and I'm I'm getting in my rocket ship, and I'm going to the moon with it. I'm super stoked. I love this. The young players are developing, and more importantly, they're translating that into wins. Does it mean we're going to win the World Series? No, it doesn't. But it's awesome that the team is winning, and they're not even fully healthy. That's awesome. It's, it's great. I'm glad we're at 500. And another cool stat – is that they're 20 and 15 at home man they're 5 games over at home so that's pretty awesome too they're winning at home
1: they're also beating teams that uh, are somewhat better than them um, oh, yeah. and that's that's a huge huge improvement over what we've seen um if you told me that we were going to take the first two from the yankees i would have probably laughed in your face a little bit about a week ago um i mean this is just this is great i mean the yankees 41 27 they're not a mediocre team that the White Sox should be beating up on, and you now seen two games in a row where the White Sox have beat up on the New York Yankees, that's something that, like I said last night, this is a momentum builder. This one, tonight, is an even bigger momentum builder, in my opinion, reaching 500, just absolutely kicking the snot out of this Yankees team, 10-2 to tonight, Buzz, and you mentioned it. They're not even fully healthy. The Sox have had a plethora of injuries, whether it be in the bullpen. You know, you got Jace Fry, Ryan Burr. those guys are on the IL. Yohan Mankata, a prolific bat in this lineup, did not play yet this series. Uh, he's got back issues. The Sox just don't care. They're going to win. And this type of baseball buzz, this is fun baseball to watch. This is the type of baseball where you can crack them, have a few beers, and enjoy White Sox baseball, and you saw the park full tonight, beautiful Friday night in Chicago. This is, I mean, this is this is what we've been waiting for.
0: Oh, yeah, and there's more to come. I mean, Lucas Giolito pitched a great game tonight again against, and here, this is what, Tone, the second elite team now we get to say because you know how everybody likes to discredit the fact that Giolito has played, you know, Kansas City or Cleveland or the Blue Jays or whatever. Like, comes out against the Yankees, and yes, the Yankees do have injuries. You know, you're missing guys like Stanton and, and Aaron Judge in that lineup or whatever, but still, his team is still good. Uh, you know, um, he comes out, and he just has a great game. And I, the win is a little sweeter to me, too, Tone, because I cannot stand CC Sabathia, and I'm really glad that he got touched up. Like, he got touched up real bad. So he let up 10 hits, man, and I, I loved every second of it. He was getting tattooed all night.
1: Yes, he was, and you know we've had a long history with Mr. Sabathia, and not the players currently on this team, but just the White Sox in general over the course of CC C. Sabathia's career. Um, he's he's been around this ballpark many a times. It's always good to see the White Sox beat him. Um, but like you mentioned a little bit before that, Lucas Giolito, definitely the story tonight. Uh, six innings pitched, only gave up four hits, one earned run, walked four, struck out six. Um, yeah, the
0: one, uh, the one run that he let up was that, um, that Voit home run in the first inning. Um, and
1: that was it. He settled down and he got
0: the right. job done. Yeah, exactly. Which was awesome. And you know he he kept his composure. And you know I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter freaking out as soon as that happened. And I was like, no, nah, he's gonna be all right, man. He had like what was it, like twenty two and like. 22 innings pitch without letting up a run or something like that, was it? Or something crazy like that?
1: You know what? I'm all for crazy long streaks of not giving up runs and all this other stuff. And, you know, at this point, Buzz, the only thing that really matters is that he pitched another gem. Um yeah, absolutely. You know, like just being able to settle down after giving up that home run in the first inning. And the Sox spotted him four runs right after he comes off the mound. Uh, This is something that Andrew Kinsler and I talked about last night. The White Sox love to give Lucas Giolito run support. We saw it again tonight. That's awesome, especially for a young guy who is out there dealing. That's a recipe for success. And, you know, again, as Andrew might point out, and we pointed out last night, this might be taboo for me to say. But Lucas Giolito right now is that guy. He's he's not only the guy that's going to continue winning streaks, he's that guy that's going to be the stopper if the White Sox get into any trouble. He is just so dominant right now Bob, that, you know, he's got the league on notice. He is, before he even takes the mound, just based on his track record so far this year, other teams are already nervous by the time that he steps on the mound. They know that he's coming to deal. And, you know, this game is psychological, man. That plays a factor into how teams are going to face Lucas Giolito and when you have a pitcher who's pitching as well as he is I mean you are already have the advantage before the game even starts
0: right he's getting national recognition too which is awesome I mean you're hearing people on on the major networks talking about him being the all-star starter for uh the uh American League team and the all-star game which is cool I mean I know that like in the grand scheme of things that's just you know it, it's a great honor you know for I'm sure for all players you know just like it is across any sport maybe except the Pro Bowl but you know like it's cool seeing him being talked about like this. He he is 10-1, and one, man. He moved to 10-1 and one on the season. He's got well, 10 wins.
1: Well, and you know, not a lot of people like to go after this whole wins thing. Um, I'm still a fantasy baseball guy. I know you are too. Yes. Wins give me points. And right. I wish that Lucas Giolito was on my fantasy squad right now because he's just racking up points in fantasy. He's racking up wins for the White Sox. Um, I still like the win because – I think it, it it shows that the pitcher got the job done for the day. If you're not giving up more runs than your offense is putting up, you're going to get the win. That's the objective of the pitcher. So I still look at that as a good stat. It's kind of a hot take these days in the in the in the world of you know all these other crazy stats that we have to track you know pitcher success. But getting wins is important. We want our team to win. I don't care who gets the win. I just want the win. But you know the the way the White Sox have been playing in front of Lucas Giolito, kind of reminds me of, you know, I'm a big hockey guy, but it reminds me of the way that a, a a winning hockey team plays in front of their goalie. When a team gets around a guy who is in net and just plays better defense, they put up goals for this guy. You know, you've seen this. I know you you watch the Blackhawks hockey. You know, when you, when you see a team rally around, you know, back when Scott Darling was playing for the Blackhawks, you see them rally around a, a, a hot goalie. That's you know that that's a momentum builder. It just seems like it's that same kind of feeling right there. When right. Lucas Giolito is on the mound, he is the guy, and they want to win for him. And it, it's that's, a different energy. Yes, it's a different energy. It's one of those intangibles, and I I'm a big intangibles guy. It just seems like the Sox have that that extra edge when he steps on the mound, and you know you want them playing like this for everybody but maybe they just give it a little bit extra when Lucas is on the mound. And that's awesome because you know that the Sox are going to have a great chance to win that ball game.
0: Absolutely, man. And it, it's been, it's been coming true every single time. I mean, like I said, 10 wins for Lucas on the year. It's awesome. His ERA is down to 2.22. Um, it, It's it been great. I mean, you know, the pitching staff did pretty good today for the most part. You know, Lucas carried, you know, uh, carried most of the weight all game there Um. Osage came in and he was all right, you know, only through three pitches and whatever. But Minaya, he came in for 1.2 innings there and he uh, let up two hits, but he struck out two. And then, you know, Ruiz came in and and ended the ball game. Um, He did give up a run, but... It's all good. Well,
1: and, um, you know, this is something that Johnny and I talked about a little bit earlier this week. We have got the two squads. We've got the bullpen A squad and the bullpen B squad. When you're up 10-1, to 1, it's okay to throw these B squad guys in there because, oh, hell yeah. because you're just going to eat some innings and save those A squad guys for a game like tomorrow if we get to play. We'll talk a little bit about tomorrow's game later on. Weather doesn't look so hot. But if you go into tomorrow's game and it's a little bit closer, now you've got uh, Bummer, Marshall, Columaze on a few days rest. Uh Herrera will have a day's rest that saves the bullpen the offense can do wonders when they put up runs like they did today for the bullpen to not have to use its best arms and when the guys come in you know your your Osich your um, Ruizes come in and get the job done here and and don't make things so shaky I know they, they gave up another run in the ninth but at that point it really didn't matter the way that this offense saved the bullpen for later on in the series. And you know, you've got another tough series coming up against the Cubs. These are the way that the team can continue on winning streaks because you're saving those bullpen arms for later on in the series. I like what I've seen so far from the white Sox as a whole against the Yankees. Like I said earlier, we didn't expect them to win the first two, but they've won these first two pretty handedly. It's looking good. They can carry this momentum in for the rest of the series. I'm I'm ecstatic with the way they're playing. We knew this was going to be a test coming in and so far they've passed this test with flying colors.
0: No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. This team it like you said earlier, they're fun to watch man. They're coming up. They're coming into a series against a superior team record-wise and probably a superior team in general. You know, we're young and we're we're just getting everything put together here, but they're coming in and they're <laughs> they get the first 2 out of a 4 game set. I I can't be mad. I got nothing bad to say. This is fantastic. I'm very happy about it. And I want to keep it going. I do want to get into the offense with you real quick. Absolutely. I've you know, got we, a lot we, to talk about it. Yeah, we, we've got a lot to talk about. Everybody in the starting lineup today recorded a hit. Um, I, you know, like just to talk about something that kind of flew under the radar a little bit, Ryan Cordell tattooed a couple balls today. He did. That, uh, unfortunately, that, 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 that one run, went just I wanted a little foul. It. Yeah, it, yeah. Just, it went a little bit foul. Yeah, man, he tattooed that. But, um, you know, everybody played real well today. You know, Tim Anderson records two hits. Jose Abreu, who is my pick to click, he records three hits and grabs an RBI. James McCann gets a hit. And then um, Jose Rondon had two hits today, brother. So did uh, Yomir Sanchez. And the man of the hour, the man of the night on the offensive side of the ball, Eloy Jimenez, two Bombs. Six ribbies. He is killing the Yankees.
1: Yeah, he's I think killing he, them. he'd love to play the Yankees every day. Yeah. And you know what I made I made the smart choice today, Buzz, to keep Eloy Jimenez in my fantasy lineup. Last time he faced the Yankees and hit two bombs, he was sitting on my bench. I'm really happy that I've got him in the lineup. He's gonna stay there now after this hot streak that he's been on. I've had him in there for a few days. Buzz, this is this is what we've expected to see out of Eloy Jimenez. I think, right when he got here to the show, and he's finally just clicking. And, you know, Johnny and I talked a lot about this on one of our episodes after a really tough loss um, just about a week ago. And we talked about how it just seems like White Sox prospects, when they come to the big league, they they tend to struggle a little bit. And we thought that Eloy was going to be that guy that just takes off right away. And maybe it was just a tad bit of a tiny start, but if he can continue on this pace, put up these multi-home run games, you know, hit a bunch of extra base hits, drive in these types of runs, you know, by the end of the year, this year, his stat lines are going to look really, really good. And I mean,
0: I'm, he's, he's raised them tenfold already since yes. he's come
1: back from uh, the injury. Yes. And, you know, and he's having fun doing it. And that's what I want to get into a little bit with Eloy. This guy's having so much fun. You know, just with the interviews, you know, the extra stuff that he's doing while he's on the field that's not actually on the field, you know, with the cameras and stuff for the fans. This is a Hi f- mom. Yeah, hi mom. All this this crazy <laughs> stuff. He's having a great time. And you know what? That stuff's contagious. Players want to be around him. They want to they want to share in this success. And this is this is how you start to build that winning culture that we've talked about for so damn long, Buzz, is you start having fun. And when a team is having fun and winning ball games, that's how you you develop that winning culture. And I really love what I see right now out of the White Sox. We've had this roller coaster ride. We finally reached this top point of the season so far getting back to 500. Let's see how far this roller coaster can climb, man, because I'm just ready to just keep ascending. I don't want any more fall downs anymore, man. This is this is just so fun to watch.
0: The way I look at it in my mind at least is that, you know, these players are just improving. Everybody's going to hit their slumps. Everybody's going to have their hot streaks. That's the game of baseball. You and I both know this. But, I mean, man, it's just how everything is going right now. Giolito has just been the model of consistency. I feel like Ronaldo, he he can he can still redeem himself. So he can still come back from, you know, having a little bit of a rough time, you know. Um I mean, there's positives to look at, and it's just tonight's win, it puts a big smile on my face, not just because it's a win, just because of, like you just said, the way everybody – like, just the buzz around the park the players having a good time knowing that something special might be on the horizon here. And it, it's just nice to see this. It, it, it's nice to see it. I, I love the fact that they're 500. I love the fact that they're winning at home more than the fact that I love that they're 500 because they're comfortable in the ho- in their own home, you know, just, just raking and doing their thing. So I, everything is just going great. And Eloy Jimenez is, uh, that dude's going to be something else. And, you know, a lot of people kind of were doubting him, like, oh, no, you know, he's not doing good when he's coming up and blah, 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 blah. It just takes a minute to settle in. It takes a minute to settle in, you know. An injury, a death to his grandmother, you know, he, he dealt with a lot this year already. And now that he's comfortable and he's doing his thing, look what he's doing now. Just look what he's doing now. And it's going to continue. It's going to continue. This guy is going to be – he's not going to be like a 260 guy who hits a bunch of bombs. This guy's going to bat around 300. He's too good of a hitter not to.
1: You know, if he can raise that average up a little bit more, I'd be really happy. But him driving in runs in the middle of the order, I think, is the most important thing. The Sox had a few situations today where they had runners on base and they actually drove them in. Whereas, yeah. you know, we've seen a lot of this runners left on base type stuff. And uh, Kinsler and I talked a little bit about it yesterday as one of those potential pitfalls in the in the the way that the White Sox have played. They left seven runners on base today as a team, um, 16 overall when you count, you know, at-bats where players had had runners on base and, and did not drive them in. But, you know, as a team at the end of the innings, seven, run, seven runners left on base. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. It was eight, so, you know, you saw a little bit of an improvement here. But the situation for the White Sox in a few different innings was, you know, two outs, runners on, and they'd, they'd find a way to get them in. And when you find a way to get the runners in, that's how you start to put these games out of reach, especially with those two out situations. Every team's going to leave runners on base. Every team's going to strike out, have a guy strike out with uh, two outs and, you know, runners on second and third. It's just, it's going to happen. You saw Eloy leave guys on base today, but the White Sox found a way today to drive those runs in regardless of the situation. And that's how you end up putting 10 runs on the board besides the long ball, man. Um, you know, and the Sox had plenty of that tonight. The offense was just clicking. <laughs> I can't wait for the next game because I just want to see the White Sox continue on this win streak and hopefully put themselves in a situation to sweep these Yankees because I think that would be so cool for this White Sox club um to really just, you know, kick this kick this Yankees team's ass, man, and continue on their their ascent towards above
0: 500. Yeah, I agree with you. One thing I do want to bring up real quick that does pertain to tonight's game was that mr luke voigt is very upset with lucas giolito and actually made comments about lucas giolito's high pitch to him um after he let up the home run to him i don't think that was intentional at all
1: no i don't think it was intentional i do think the pitch was intended to be inside in lucas's mind um he wanted to throw inside and kind of brush uh voigt back off the plate a little bit to set up the outside um the outside pitch on, on the next pitch but Um, you know, that one got a little bit away from him was, uh, was a a head high fastball kind of, uh, sent Voight scrambling a little bit there, but he looked uh, a little pissed off right after. Yeah.
0: He's got a a quote here. I don't know how it didn't hit me. Voight said it's a lot of BS.
1: Well, you know why it didn't hit you? Luke Voight is because you were able to get out of the way and And, that's why it wasn't trying to hit you. Yes, exactly. So. Um, I'm not sure how you don't understand why a ball doesn't hit you. Um, it's, it's pretty easy. You moved. Um, that's, that's, (laughs) that's all it is, man. You moved out of the way. Uh, I I don't know. I don't understand the comment. Yeah. (laughs) Gravity. You were able to, you were able to hit the floor a little bit quicker than the ball reached you. I mean, like,
0: you know, I don't want Luke Boyd to come and kick my ass or anything because I think he can eat me. Oh so, yeah, no, Luke Voigt would kill us. Yeah, maybe we need down, to start 100%. eating.
1: Maybe we need to start eating some sliders and ding dongs because Eloy's going off, man. But oh. um, we can get up to Luke Voigt's status.
0: Now, I'm gonna try. I'll drink a lot of beer, eat a lot of sliders, eat a lot of ding dongs, and uh, you know, man, we gotta do that because he hit a home run off a slider. I gotta should go to White Castle after this and we'll do a little video of me oh, eating sliders and ding dongs. There you go. But uh, you want to go into tomorrow's game, brother?
1: Yeah, let's get into tomorrow's game. Tomorrow's game is scheduled for a what is it a 6-10 start yeah 6-10, 6-10 start PM, tomorrow yeah. uh, the White Sox are hosting a little pub crawl pregame we'll see what happens because tomorrow's weather is not looking so hot uh, it's supposed to rain all day so if this if they can get this one in it's going to be Reynaldo Lopez against Chad Green uh, Reynaldo Lopez is going to be the key to this game Buzz in my opinion how does he come out against the New York game uh, you know we've seen hot and cold Reynaldo this year um, if uh if Reynaldo can come out and throw a good ball game, it's going to put the Sox into a pretty good situation. Chad Green is one and two with an 8.27 ERA. He's only struck out 27 or 24 batters on the year, excuse me. Lopez four and six, the 6.21, 72 strikeouts. This is a game. If you're a big better guy, you're going to want to hammer the over, especially uh, like tonight. I think <laughs> I actually think going back, I didn't check the odds or anything before this game started, but last night. Um, Andrew Kinsler and I were talking about how tonight would be been a good day to hammer the over um, be, just because we expected a good pitcher's duel with Sabathia and Giolito on the mound. Giolito held up his end of the bargain. Sabathia did not. So probably would have been a good day to hammer the over. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but uh, I would just guess with 12 runs scored, it probably hit. So tomorrow looking like a good day to hammer the over. Um, just because I'm saying that now, uh, if you're a better man, I would probably take the under based on me. <laughs> And my track record with things, and Buzz, you know that, probably not a good idea to listen to what I have to say.
0: Well, I'm just upset because I didn't get to introduce you properly and formally as Tony Skilling when you just did your weather report. Oh, yes, the weather report. We're going to have to work on that for the next time we do this, and you're going to give us a weather report. I'd like to have a formal introduction of Tony Skilling. You know, I've I've been working on it in the bathroom, in the mirror. So I can like be like, oh, and here comes our weatherman, Tony Skilling. You know, I mean, like I don't think I have a good voice to be on TV though. It's like I have a face to be on radio, you know. But like, my I don't know if my voice would fit radio either. But yeah, you know, I, th- I, I th- think th- it was a good introduction.
1: I think I think you're fine. Do you want any, Do you want like a more expansive type forecast from <laughs> from Tony? <Skilling laughs> I, would, I would
0: I would really thoroughly enjoy a, a, a forecast for tomorrow and what we could be possibly expecting for our Chicago White Sox.
1: Okay, well, if you want to get into that, I've got the hourly pulled up right here. We're looking at about 64 degrees at game time with, uh, with a potential shower here. The precipitation chance is around 45% at 6 o'clock when the White Sox are supposed to be starting. Humidity is going to be at 78, uh, so a little bit humid. Winds south-southwest at 11 miles per hour. Um, the, that chance of showers, though, is not going to end any time within the vicinity of this ball game being played, we're looking at the showers turning into scattered thunderstorms over the night around 3 a.m. on Saturday. It's just it's not going to be not going to be conducive to play ball, but we'll see if the White Sox can get this one in. It's just it's not looking good, man. I, I'm i not going to predict a, a White Sox game played tomorrow. Um, that precipitation chance is going to range anywhere from the 60 to 30 percent range. Um, you know, you're expecting some cloud coverage as well. I don't know. You know, you'll, you'll see the winds die down a little bit as the game goes on, but it's uh, it's not looking good for baseball play tomorrow. Buzz.
0: Thank you, Tony Skilling. That was amazing. See, if you like White Sox baseball and you are also a fan of weather, this is your one-stop shop for all of it. If you want to know if White Sox are going to play baseball, you need to come here to Sox on Tap. To listen to our guy, Tony Skilling. That was that was perfect. That was very good. I'm I'm proud of you.
1: You know what, though and, and I've got to preface this. This is all subject to change as the day <laughs>
0: goes on. Oh, geez. Oh my God. We just did a we just did a like a three-minute weather thing there. And I, I loved every second of it. I was dying go. the whole time. That there you was go. perfect. I'll
1: start doing these for other people too when they're when they're on the show with me.
0: Yeah, you need to. And they need to give you the proper introductions. If they don't, they're fired.
1: Well, maybe I'll just save your introduction and we could just
0: Post it right into the, to the episode <laughs> just, there. Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So you got a pick to click tomorrow there, Tony Skilling. Uh my pick to click
1: for tomorrow. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, just based off happens. the, you know, based off the weather report that I just gave, I'm not expecting this game to get played, which it probably will be. Because again, as we learned a little bit earlier, uh, don't listen to what I say. Um, <laughs> take the opposite. Um, you know what? You know, I took UI today. So feeling really, really good about that one, and I don't really want to. I don't really want to leave that spot, but um, you know, I'll go T A tomorrow. Uh, he he showed some signs of life tonight. Had the two hits. Uh, he put one off the wall that just about missed going out of the ballpark. Uh, I think Timmy wants to go get one, so I'm gonna go Timmy. Timmy for tomorrow.
0: How about yeah, you? I I picked a Brayu um, today. Um, I've hit the last couple days in a row. Which was nice. Um, so tomorrow, I'm gonna go with Lurie Legend. I'm gonna go with Lurie, Gar- uh, Lurie Garcia tomorrow. I think that um, you know, if if the weather is kind of crappy, I don't know, you know, and the wind is blowing in, I, you know, Lourie's a guy that can get you, you know, get you some base hits or some doubles or something. not, not a lot of power, so it's not gonna affect his game too bad. So I'm gonna go uh, Lurie Garcia tomorrow.
1: You know who would have been a really good pick there, Buzz? Who's would've that? Would have been Yolmer Sanchez. Oh, yeah. you've you He pick. seems to like the, the weird weather. Um, I like
0: to uh, – I, I wanted to pick – I wanted to be outside the box because me, you, Nani, and Kins, we keep picking. Like, you know, we keep rotating be- between like kind of the same guys. It, well, every once in a while we'll throw something fun in there. The, earlier this week I, I threw a Yonder Alonzo in there. Didn't work out for me very well. I thought it might
1: That's rough because you got it called back and then you ended up with Tim Anderson because you had said it the night before.
0: Oh, was that? yeah, I did so not you have never really you never really had the Andre Alonzo stick, oh, yeah, you're right. that was because yeah, I, I did socks on tap solo and I was a little buzz buzzed you know, buzz gets buzzed, you yes, know what happens
1: yes, that 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 tends to happen uh, yes, it is in the name so, yeah you know, that's what's, true. What's in a name
0: uh, for for that one <laughs> yeah, but i'll 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 take Loury Legend for tomorrow, man, for the pick to click. There you go. You might be
1: stealing Mr. Nani's, Nani's pick there. Um, quick little shout-outs here. Uh, Ryan Burr hooking up Shy Sox Weekly host Shy stocks Jonda with some tickets tonight. That was very cool to see Ryan reaching out to uh, – a member of White Sox Twitter and hooking him up with some tickets for the game tonight. You know, you always love seeing the the Sox players interact with with guys out here to us normal dudes um, and hooking them up. So uh, kudos to Ryan. Thanks very much for on behalf of Shy Sox Janda. He loves getting out to the ballpark. He doesn't get out there enough. Um, so good to get him out there. I know he was flying that Shy Sox weekly flag representing on Tap Sports tonight. Um, and then uh, shout out to Pete Hand. Aloha, Mister Hand, for hooking up uh, myself with all the beer that I've been drinking tonight. Um, I know I'm a big, uh, Budweiser guy and, uh, I've been complaining about the availability of the Budweiser White Sox cans and Pete hand was able to go snag a 24 pack for me and hand me a a nice fresh case of them on Tuesday. So I wanted to give Pete hand a special shout out, um, for, for hooking me up with all this beer that I like to drink. And, uh, the That case is running quite low already, so uh, I'm gonna have to figure out where he got those or go find some myself. Could you amazon
0: those is that is that a thing?
1: I don't know if you can Amazon beer. I'm not quite sure
0: oh okay, yeah, I'm not really good with the inter- the internets so i I, I thought maybe you could you could do that. I don't know though you know you it might, might want
1: to nice. hit up Al Gore to help you with those internet's problems. yeah, um, how do I get a hold of him? uh probably using the internet oh I, I I would imagine. Oh, then I'm shit out of luck, then, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Well, you know how to tweet, so you're you're one that's step ahead of the game. That's true. That's true. I do know how to tweet.
0: Well, that's all I got for today, brother. Uh, let's go get a White Sox win tomorrow if they play. Or I mean, if, I'm telling you what, if on Father's Day if there is a doubleheader, I'm going to be there. There you go. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm bringing the baby and we're going, and we're going to sit through 18 innings of baseball.
1: That sounds like a great time. Maybe I'll bring my kids. We'll, we'll get everybody together, and we'll go sit through uh, through 18 innings of White Sox versus Yankees, maybe bring home two wins on that It's been day.
0: two weeks since I've been to the ballpark, man. i got to get there. Yes, you do. You absolutely
1: do. Well, Buzz, it's always fun. It's always fun talking about the White Sox winner with you. We got to 500. We got to your magic number. Let's go, White Sox.
0: Let's go, Sox.